0: Welcome back to relative reaction mm-hmm. we are on episode number 18 as always my name is travis um i'm Mama brand and we are so happy to have you here today oh yeah make sure you go and check us out on our facebook page check us out on our twitter feed mm-hmm. email us if you have to
1: rate us
0: i leave all those links in the description if you search up relative reaction you'll find us or even our email is just RelativeReaction2018 at gmail.com So there are so many ways to contact us And we definitely, definitely want to hear from you guys So make sure, like we were saying last week Share the shit out of us
1: Oh yes, please We
0: really can't can't stress that enough Just how to share, please, please I know it takes a couple extra seconds I know you gotta copy and paste But just, it helps us tremendously to get that word of mouth out
1: And write to us if you get the chance. You got some extra time? Drop us a line.
0: Oh, yes. We love, love to hear from y'all. We really do. So, how are you doing this week? Before we get into numbers on uh,
1: how are you doing? I am doing great. Today is my mother-in-law's birthday. Yes, it
0: is. I got to actually go see her. That's awesome. That's the first time in years I've ever been able to go. It might even be the first time ever I've been around on her birthday, like up in the same area.
1: Yep, maybe. And been been able to go see
0: her. So, that's really, was really cool for me. To be able to go see her in person on her birthday was awesome, awesome.
1: awesome, lady. Yeah, you hear was... all the horror stories of mother-in-laws. <sighs> I got an awesome one. Sorry, folks. Yeah. I <laughs> must be honest, though, but I, I like my mother-in-law, too. See?
0: I, I truly do. Like, I have zero problems with my mother-in-law. She's super sweet. We get along. <laughs> so, I'm definitely blessed on that front. I did get to see something cool today, which probably isn't cool to most people, but to me, it was really cool. What's
1: that?
0: Me and my wife were running errands out in town. And we passed, not once, but twice, the Google's, uh, Google Maps car.
1: Oh, you with did? With all the cameras. It happened yes. to be in,
0: in our town today, and we passed it twice.
1: Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Y'all smile and wave just in case. I know, and
0: it looks so cool. It has, like, all the cameras on top. It <laughs> yes. so neat looking. I've never seen it, like, in person, like, passing no, it. No,
1: I've never seen it in person. I've yeah, well, seen it on the...
0: It was in town today. And that's cool. We passed it twice, and it was so cool. That's pretty I, awesome. Like I said, the little things that amuse me. <laughs> I was thoroughly <laughs> amused by it. I am happy hockey is in full swing now. We're a couple weeks in. and been getting my hockey fix on. Doing pretty good in our league so far this year. Hoping to keep that up. I'm not, not off to a good start this week, I know that.
1: But, so, how do you feel about the World Series? I, I'm surprised.
0: I really am.
1: You think Boston's going to take it all? I, I, do. Do. <laughs> I do. I do. I, I wanted to see the Brewers in there with them, though. I did want to. I was, Middle me wanted holding, to see the Brewers on. In I there. was.
0: I was rooting for the Brewers. I, I, I really I didn't was. think they
1: could win against Boston, no, but, but just, I thought they have been awesome quiet for one. Yes. So it was so
0: awesome to see them pulling through, and I was, was really, really hoping that the Brewers were going to pull it out, so I was kind of sad. But, I mean, they stretched it, man. They did. That was a full series, and it was a battle between them and the Dodgers. It and really was. And I was, was. rooting
1: the whole time for them Brewers, baby. Yes, I
0: was. Oh, it was definitely a battle, but I don't. The Dodgers are good, and they, the Dodgers uh, are I
1: just think- the
0: Dodgers are a surprise team. They always end up pulling it out. Like even that game, you know, all seven games into the series, they managed to pull it out. No one thought. Everybody thought, like, okay, I think they they fell behind. The Brewers got it, and they pulled it out. So I never want to count the Dodgers out because they just have this Maybe miraculous
1: not- way of like pulling things out of nowhere. And I don't know how they do it. Maybe not counting them out, but if. Boston plays like Boston. And they I don't. beat my
0: Braves, so I'm not too happy about yeah,
1: that. Yeah, that's true. But I don't think anybody's got a chance against them. I really don't. I don't.
0: don't. And, and that's why I said, like, I, I don't want to count them out because they are always, at least it seems to me, they're always that surprise team. I just get good games
1: out of it, you know what I mean? Always they always seem
0: to pull it out at the end. I never know how they do it, but they always do. But I don't, I don't think Boston's touchable this year. I really don't. I think Boston is back with a vengeance, which is really awesome because one of my best friends... He's a huge Boston Red Sox fan. Oh yeah. His mom, die-hard Dodgers fan. <laughs> so it's gonna be real fun just to watch those two go back and forth through this World That's Series. That's a well, nice one, baby. Because they are. They are both. They both love baseball. And he is hardcore Boston Red Sox. She's a die-hard Los Angeles Dodgers. That's gonna be fun to to watch. If nothing, even if the World Series is crap, it's gonna be fun just to just watch those two, no matter which way it goes. <laughs>
1: Just a side note, while we're speaking of sports, we're from Pittsburgh, and our Riverhounds, which is our soccer team, actually made it into their league championships. Oh, really? hmm awesome. Whatever, you know, like their— I didn't realize that. I know they were yeah. doing good this year. I remember hearing about they that. They sure did. So, shout out to the oh, Riverhounds. that's Hounds. cool. When is that game? Do you know? I don't know the dates or times. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, pretty awesome, I think. Yeah, because they're,
0: they're what? They're the secondary league
1: to the MLS, right? I think They're just so. one underneath? Maybe— I I think I'm not I think positive just though. One or I don't point. know I'm if it's just one positive. or two. I really don't know.
0: No, but that is really awesome here. the air. They're kicking it out. I don't have any other interesting sports news besides that. No, that, that was just a I'm, little I mean, golf and hockey right now. Uh, I mean, I was reading about, you know, Jimmy Johnson and Chad and I haven't watched NASCAR in, in several years. But I do love my Jimmy Johnson. I've been following him since his rookie year, so it was kind of Crazy to read about that. It definitely made me want to read. Yeah. <laughs> but 18, it's you can now vote in the U.S.
1: All right.
0: We're, we're, we are legal to vote as an episode both, of podcasting. Both. 18. Uh, it's also the number that sil- uh, symbolizes a blood relative in ancient Rome. Huh. That was the number they used to, like, it would sometimes symbolize a close blood relative. That's pretty cool. The holes on a golf course. Yeah. And now for an 18-wheeler full of stories for this episode number 18. I'm not going to lie, 18 was not near as interesting as 17. For, and a
1: dozen roses.
0: Yeah, 18 was not near as an interesting number to <laughs> no, research off. There was not
1: just half and, as much uh, out there as there was
0: on like 17 and stuff like that. Some numbers are cool, some numbers aren't. Before we get too much into our stories, here's something I just have to bring up. Sure. Duncan. Sure. Dunkin' Duncan Donuts. Duncan. get Duncan your Duncan. name out of and, the news and please. keep it out i don't want any more good news because you don't have good news it's never good news it's always some kind of crazy ass story and has been for like the last three years always something with dunkin donuts and yeah, now it's yeah, like yeah. these back-to-back i mean we were just talking about the story i i even brought it up on my thing because i just found it such a uh, you know a gripping story what was it two weeks ago when we were sitting there talking mm-hmm. about the Gentlemen, well, it happened again.
1: Dun, dun, dun. Now in Maine,
0: so we're sticking. We went up from New York. We're up Maine now. A student activist at a Duncan employee in Portland, Maine, refused service and called police on her after a dispute started, all because she was speaking in Somalian with her family, not to them, not any, just to her family. They were all they were doing is like she ordered it. She went through the drive-through. She you know placed order or whatever. And then her and her family were having a conversation in the car while they were waiting to go through the drive-thru on a Monday. Like, not anything crazy. They were just they went back to the conversation while they were waiting to pull forward in the drive-thru. And they weren't, like, yelling or anything. They were literally just speaking like we're speaking right now. Just carrying on a casual conversation. And the person who was in the drive-thru or running it or whatever said... You're going to disrespect me because i speak a different language than you is that what it is and that's what she asked the the lady she's like you know are you because she was just so stunned by like or you know is this really what's going on and the employee immediately responded with a threat to call the police said you can leave i don't want to hear it i'm done with it you can leave or i'll call the cops now this is after because in the drive-through this woman went on like you know this whole rant and don't you speak different languages etc etc so this woman actually pulled through parked her car went inside to try to explain herself trying to not even in like a way and there's like a short little video she wasn't mean she didn't yell she simply went in to explain like hey you know i wasn't trying to offend anyone i'm just i was speaking with my family you know we you know we already ordered we were just waiting we we're just trying to see so she's trying to ex- which you shouldn't have to explain this to begin with no but she's trying to explain you know be nice and just be friendly you know like don't worry i'm not trying to say anything you know this is all we were talking about it was just easier for us to speak in our you know first na- or our first language <laughs> and and her brother actually stayed in the car because he was he was afraid he was scared to go in so he actually stayed in the car police police arrived within five minutes and issued ahmed a no trespassing notice barring her from going to the store for a year The reason police listed was for the notice was disturbance slash yelling at staff, which, by the way, she never yelled at staff. The order has since been rescinded after the store owner, Dave DeRosa, heard about this because he was not in it that day, or at least at that time, I guess. And he actually met with the family Wednesday to apologize and let him know that the staff would be better trained so that nothing similar happens in the future so i will say of all the duncan stories we've covered and heard about recently at least the store manager in this one did something that's that's a first compared to the last couple where they just push around like this one at least you know what i was like no 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 no, rescind that you come in wednesday let's have a talk i'm sorry you know i cruise an ass that's <laughs> and, ridiculous and he did sincerely apologize she said you know for the poor experience. And, you know, like how he's going to, you know, try to fix this. Because she's actually a refugee from Somalia that arrived 14 years ago. And she's now a student at the University of Southern Maine. I just, I I, I couldn't believe seeing, well, first of all, I couldn't believe seeing this story. Because I was like, are we serious? But then it has to be Duncan again. Gosh, damn, stay out of the news. <laughs> yes.
1: As a foreigner who has been to several uh countries where they speak a different language. Not one time can I remember that they have ever been rude to me for not being able to thoroughly speak their language. No. Not one time. Never
0: and what's bad is she spoke perfect English as she showed by ordering perfectly she just went to speak to her family in her first I want you to go to a foreign country memorize language that's oh, awesome Oh, sure. cool you go talk to them and then you go back and talk to your brother or your whatever you guess what you're probably going to speak English if you're an English speaking person because that's just your natural just right her nat- Amen. Their natural language what they
1: learned of speaking <laughs> I don't understand how somebody speaking another language is offensive to somebody.
0: If they're speaking
1: to you and trying to get you to understand and it's not like in a mean gesture, they're just trying to explain how they think they can. Like I've yes. tried our neighbor in Germany when he came over to tell me to put the, uh, make sure the puppies are up because the guy was coming into. Oh, uh, uh, when they were
0: doing the fence up.
1: Fencing. And I was, I all I could get was huns. Hounds. How do Hounds. they say that? Yeah, that's all I yeah, could get out of the entire thing he said. And he was trying desperately and nicely to explain it to me. And I couldn't understand it. But not once did he get pissed or angry at me. No. And that's what kills me. He we're just smiled. actually sh- tapped my languages. shoulder and walked away like a right. side. <laughs> and what's that is we're explaining these.
0: And we were speaking a different language. She wasn't even speaking. She even wanted to explain in English, perfect yes. English, to the person, like, hey, I'm sorry. What is going on in our world? And why is it always Dunkin' Donuts? They have good coffee, but man, they have got to fix something. <laughs> I don't know. Good stuff. Oh, I just, I, 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 before we got too much into the stories, I just saw that and I was like, I couldn't believe to read that again. It was a whole different story this time, a whole different issue arose. Ugh, it's Crazy. killing me. Yeah.
1: All right, we'll get into our first story here. Scary suing. Suing? Suing. Like sue? No, not like suing. Suing as in, I'm gonna sue ya. Oh, okay. <laughs> Scott Griffith went on a haunted trail. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry <I'm, laughs> went I'm on a, a haunted trail ride <laughs> <laughs> in San Diego, where guests walk a mile through a long haunted trail while being scared by ghoulish actors. <laughs> okay, that sounded really bad. That one. Okay,
0: you don't say. Because the first <laughs> one sounded so great.
1: Oh, it did. Anyway. Griffin, 44, completed the trail and was walking towards the exit when a chainsaw-wielding actor came toward him and his friends. Well, he was being chased by the chainsaw guy. He fell. He injured both of his wrists, which resulted in a cast on each wrist for four months. Yeah, exactly. So, come next April griffin sued this haunted trail for negligence and assault the trail people say this case should just be completely dismissed and thrown out due to the assumption of risk yes also the ticket that mr griffin bought to go on this haunted trail ride clearly states on it high activity scares well yeah now
0: this isn't even like a regular haunted house. This is a trail. So, you, hey, just so you know, you're going to be walking. There's going to be smoke. There's going to be people scared. It's the whole right. point of it.
1: You don't go on a haunted trail to be babied the way through. Which, actually, and this is a good point.
0: What is? I want to know what your view is on it. And the reason why is because the person that I know of who is scared to death of The chainsaw people, when it comes to hot right here. is you. I've never met someone more <laughs> scared of them in my life than you. I don't and you know houses, it, haunted just, house, it you makes love movies, me, but I've always noticed yes. like I've never seen someone more scared of someone with a fake chainsaw or a chainsaw without <laughs> a, a chain on it. The daylight's out of me. So scared of one besides you.
1: I think that's so this, why you go to you a haunted house running from these
0: because they do. They that
1: is like that I is, have you're ran from them before, <laughs> okay. But the judge agreed with the Haunted Trail people, and he dismissed the case. Oh, thank God. But Griffin then appealed the case, saying that the fact that he was nearing the exit, that the assumption of risk no longer applied to him. Did you exit? No.
0: Assumption of risk applies.
1: Thank you. But anyway, in my head, that's what I'm going through. I was nearing the exit. Don't care. I... I, uh,
0: I'm just thinking, like, if a plane is landing and then it crashes, well, that's not the pilot's fault. We were near landing. Did you land? No.
1: Well, yeah, you're still flying. Yeah. <laughs> Being close, that don't really make, it do not count. It doesn't count. But the uh, higher courts also denied his appeal. And the trail manner just simply stated, you buy the ticket, you take the ride.
0: I love that manager. <laughs> that is an amazing,
1: like just end quote to it. Hey, you buy the ticket, you take the risk. I mean, come on. You go to a haunted house to get scared. My guess is he made an ass out of himself in front of his friends when he fell oh, yeah. with the chainsaw guy chasing him, so he felt like an his idiot. Pie got hurt. Yes, and he hurt his wrist and <clears throat> so now he had to go and soup. And they said
0: uh-uh. I'm so glad that I am finally good. out there there were judges smart enough.
1: Yes, they're like nah. to deny the case do deny go the appeal. The, the the when he uh, appealed his case, that judge said, "You don't go to a haunted house to not be scared."
0: Yeah. That's that's the whole point of it. If you don't
1: like them, don't go. That's fine. That's what I, I, like if you get hit by baseball at a baseball game. If you go to the game Guess what? That's part of the risk.
0: It is. It's and there's been part of the risk. There have been people that have tried to sue, saying they got hurt and yes. lost because it's the assumption of risk.
1: Right. You I mean, it stadium, sucks you know if you get hit by happen.
0: a by a ball, but
1: yeah, that's that's and too I, bad. I, saw
0: that I went to the several hockey games when I lived out in Missouri because mm-hmm. they had the Missouri Mavericks near me, and they had a small arena, but it was awesome because you got to see every seat was amazing. But with that pucks can come flying out. Right. And they even made the announcement if you feel unsafe in your seat, please see an usher. We will make, you know, give you a new seat or, you know, find something else or mm-hmm. you know, try to amend it, but just so you know, at any point in time, there could be a puck that flies out. Now mind you, I probably saw a handful of games if not more there. Never did I see one. But they just they even made that extra announcement like, "Hey, just so you know, there's always a possibility that a puck can come out there and if it comes out
1: there, it ain't going to be slow." i'm just saying i mean if you if you're stupid enough to sue a haunted house because it scared you into falling yeah all right if anything you should walk away saying that was a damn good haunted ass i'm thinking okay you i mean it sucks you got two cats or... it's a story best haunted house i went to i'm walking your dad's behind me and he's touching my shoulders and And I can't remember who was in front of me, but I'm touching their shoulders because I didn't want to be first. I didn't want to be last. I wanted to be in the the middle. middle. And (laughs) I guess the actor who was playing tapped Dad's shoulder and got him out of line. And he was behind me, and I didn't know it for a good while until I turned around. I about peeping myself. <laughs> the best haunted house
0: ever, though. That is awesome. <laughs> best that guy one ever does his job. Yes, it, that is perfect. Just to see that long go. I know what I can do here. Yes. And what's bad? He had to be sneaky too. Oh, he was. I didn't know a damn get thing. Him yes. To acknowledge without without spooking him because everybody's on edge. So you got to do this without spooking the last person. Get them to take their hands off so you can put your hands on without the person in the middle noticing. Mm-hmm. Like that's a lot of. It's a lot of effort. In and that. then That's you awesome. turn
1: around, you see this guy, you wet yourself. It's awesome. Wonderful. Is, well worth the money.
0: That is great. That really, that is awesome. Well, my first story this week is Pet the Pup. Research shows that giving your pup a little love before leaving does help keep them
1: calmer. Oh, I give them lots of love. Does that help?
0: Oh, yes, and every pet owner in the world knows that sad dog eye look oh, you yes. get when you're leaving out, even if it's going to be quick. And, you know, they have that look, but but please, can we just cuddle for a couple more minutes? And they just kind of beg you to stay. They have those sad eyes. Mm. And, you know, all they want is a couple more head scratches. And, and that's all we can give them, kind of hoping it ties them over. But I know we've all thought, like, you know, do they understand? You know, does that help? Well, according to new research, giving them that little bit of love before you leave actually does help them. Now the study was done of this year and it was split into two groups. Half of the dogs got a minute of attention before their owner left of gentle stroking and petting. Okay. And half of them got ignored for the minute prior oh. to the owner leaving with no pets, no nothing. They just got even their shoes on and <laughs> left. And in in this The dogs were actually, uh, they are monitoring the dog's behavior while they were gone, their heart rates after the separation. Uh, They noted even, like, the amount of drooling they had because if they have excess drooling, that can mean stress. So they were just monitoring all these things to see, you know, what the difference was. Now, the, it was true that it did help keep them
1: calmer. Uh Uh-huh.
0: The owners would leave for three minutes, and they would go out of sight of their pups. They would, like, go behind a shed or something. Right,
1: so they're completely dogs out of the sight. Sale. They thought they were gone. Great.
0: All the owners left for three minutes, and I will say this. They they found out none of the pups were highly stressed, mm-hmm. so it didn't, like, affect enough to where, like, one, one group was freaking right. out because of it. But here's where the big thing came in is when they came back. Oh, also, about half of the time that they were gone almost all or all the pups actually i'm sorry spent almost half the time looking for their owners which i just thought was like, oh and that was that didn't matter whether you gave them attention or didn't give them attention Aww. they spent about half that time looking for you so almost 90 seconds but upon coming back uh those who were pet before they left and you were given that attention were ignored they were calmer when their owner returned that's where they noticed the stress difference the other ones, their heart rate was still going and, you know, freaking, oh, yeah, you're back. The other ones, while happy and excited, were able to stay calmer, and their heart rate didn't, you know, jump as much. So they are hoping that more studies will come up in the future because obviously this is just a pilot study. This was kind of, you know, a smaller scale, only three minutes. They want to try to do more with this in the future. But from this small study, they did see that even in that little bit of time – That petting your dog before you leave and just give them that last little pat on the head and say, love you, miss you, I'll be back, does help them.
1: I do it every time. I not only do that, I always leave one of the animals in charge. I pick a different animal every day. (laughs) But they do say that that does
0: help them, actually, which I just, I I mean, I always did it, too, but I just never, I I never, I always kind of wondered if it did anything, you know, Mm -hmm. if it helped it, if it made it worse, because, you know, do they miss you more But it does. Upon return, they're actually calmer that way. Their heart rate doesn't jump as much.
1: Well, I don't think my dog knows how to be calm. I don't think there's a calm switch on him. But if there were, which I don't think there ever will be, but if there were, he would be calmer. I can just tell you. <laughs> but I just thought
0: that was a really cool. Yeah, that's story. pretty cool. yes. I, I liked hearing the facts
1: behind it.
0: Uh huh. Because like you, you do said, it, you think it it's worth and You I don't always know. wondered if it truly helped. And I always, always wanted to get in. one of
1: those cameras and leave it up. You know. Yes, I see what they do when so you're not badly there. So wanted to
0: see <laughs> what the pets do. If I had money, if I win this big lottery's coming up. I'm, I'm buying a GoPro for every one of my animals, and I'm leaving it on them to see what they do during the day. I want to be one of Yours those would show pet owners.
1: Yeah, yeah. Your pet, your dog would show nothing but pillow top. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, it I would show this pillow top, so and then that pillow top. <laughs> I would love to be one of those. I, I'm
0: just—I've always been curious. What do they do when? Oh I'm gone? yeah, those no, definitely. I've always, been, I've always wanted that with Lucy. Now we got the three cats, me, and my wife, too. And I wonder the same thing. I wonder what they do when we're gone. What do they play? Do they all just sleep and wait? Mm-hmm. Do they roam? Like, what do they do when I'm gone? I want to know.
1: I want to be one of those people. I want to be nosy. Yeah, I would want to know myself. I think that would be cool, shiznick Oh, that was a cool article.
0: I like this. shiznick? What is a Uh, shiznik? It's it's kind of
1: like shit, only nicer. Okay. Well, you know what else is is that?
0: And it's not near smelly. Package thoughts. Dun dun dun. dun, dun. Now that's a segue right there. I'm telling you, I like that. That's good. That's good. I like what you did there. What do we got this week on Package Thoughts? Because I'm excited to try this.
1: Hostess cupcakes, caramel apple flavor, baby. Coming at you with that fall flavor. I yeah. can tell you one thing. These things smell good. When we opened this package, you could, like, smell you really caramel. Could. Yes, it was good. Oh, you're looking good. Of course, we probably should have taken it out of the cup first, huh? Oh, yeah. I'll let you get
0: your own half since I fingered this half more than I've ever fingered a woman <laughs> in my life, so.
1: All right, I'm your mother.
0: <laughs> mm, that's pretty good.
1: I like that creamy center, whatever that is.
0: Yes, it's like a caramel cream. That is no lie, the best uh, uh, fall one we've had mm. for October.
1: I'd have to agree with you. That feeling special alone. special series we've been doing.
0: That even better than the pop tarts last week, which I thought nothing was going to beat those pop tarts because they really were good. Mhm. And I mean, the M and M's were good the first week as well, but like I thought that pop tart, like that was really it. Oh, that. Cool. That's going to be the best one of October of our whole fall theme. That's going to be number one. I lied that's number one right there and i know last week i was so raving on those pop talks i feel like i do this every week like oh this one's even better and i was raving last week about how you know you have to get in your car and listen to the rest of this podcast while you go grab some but i just that to me is just a perfect amount of everything it's not too sweet Uh -uh. there's no flower flavor overpowering that was and
1: the cake is like a apple spice cake Yes, I think mm, that's why I like that feeling. I love cinnamon. It's like a caramel mix of something that's delicious.
0: Yes, I Carmelers love cinnamon. And I love caramel. So yeah, I, I, I love caramel apples, and I, I just that was perfect
1: for me. That is like a dessert made for me right there. That was delicious. Hostess cupcakes were first sold in 1919. Wow. How old are they? Eh? The first cupcakes sold five cents for two cupcakes. Wow. <laughs> I think you that's awesome.
0: You could buy a, a, one of them for five cents now. Yeah.
1: Until 1950, there was no filling inside cupcakes. Really? It wasn't until 1950 that they decided to put filling in. Uh, that's just
0: kind of crazy because it's kind of like their signature. That's what makes their uh-huh. hostess cupcakes. Is I couldn't imagine anything. having one without filling. No, that's kind of what makes it a hostess cupcake, so to speak.
1: No, that's kind of cool. I'm and there was also no lines on the top. You know, they all have that mm, squiggly have line. And there's only, what, seven or eight of those squiggly lines. I can't remember which. Oh, I can't remember. There's, like, an exact number every cupcake. So, you know. And over 600 million cupcakes are sold every year. Wow. You know what's
0: crazy about that nickel thing, a nickel for two? Mm-hmm. You think of that pack right there, probably costs $1.30 to $1.70 for those two. Yeah. That used to be a nickel for both A nickel. Of
1: those. But they didn't have no cream filling.
0: True, okay, so I'll <laughs> give it a dime, even though that's a lie. <laughs> but that was that was very tasty. Shit. That was like a perfect, and lesson. the cake is, is like very fresh,
1: sweet. yes, very moist. Mm, mm, okay, mm, that mm. was good stuff there. Yeah, need more of those work, I'm gonna buy some. Another happy one, happy, happy jaw, 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 happy happy I'm done okay so we'll move on to the seconds quit staring I know this isn't a visual
0: thing this is all audio (laughs) however and I apologize for the moment of silence there but it was in the the staring of just disapproval of fright
1: I was doing my happy happy joy joy dance I was all
0: (laughs) I I would do anything (laughs) just to to not have a singing episode i know we talked about it last week sharing we didn't get many shares so i get you're still singing but for the love of god
1: somebody stop this that's that's scaring that's scaring i can't speak that's scary story number two 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 and now you're back to the echoes yes i'm back to the echoes. that's you like a baseball number two as well i don't know like, it's never
0: number one. It's never no, the last No, it's always clip, number two. You always echo number two. You get into that second story, and for some reason, you go, echo, echo. echo.
1: <laughs> and I you always have to look
0: at me like, that was good, right?
1: <laughs> it sounds on? the same. Like, yeah, it's,
0: you repeat. It the I like two. approval.
1: <laughs> good job. Thank you. <laughs> Celebrating Halloween around the world. It's hard to believe
0: that we actually love each other. Like You're this sure? is my mother and, and my I. Boy. I adore my mother. I couldn't imagine <laughs> my life any differently. But I know an audio listener has to debate sometimes on <laughs> do they really like you? Because it sounds like they just barely put up with each other. To, to, to I post adore my shit. boy. I adore like,
1: him. <laughs> I have.
0: I, I, I get along so well with my parents. I am blessed in that sense. Since I've moved out of the house, I, I have a, a perfect relationship with my parents.
1: Yep. even yeah. though this podcast
0: may not show it <laughs> <laughs> it's there it's there all these insults are said with love <laughs> that is my way of showing love
1: <laughs> have you ever wondered how other countries celebrate Halloween if I say no what's Boom. oh ah. okay thank you in Austria <laughs> The hills are alive with the sound of music. Worst four
0: hours ever. No,
1: it wasn't. Anyway, Austria. (laughs) They celebrate by placing bread, water, and a lit candle out the night before to welcome back the dead souls.
0: Isn't that kind of cool? Alrighty, that's...
1: I kind of like it. that's different. I like it. In China. Chickity, China, the Chinese. chicken. They light There you go.
0: Watch files with the lights <laughs> on, with <your> clothes on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Lighting bonfires to guide the dead back to earth. Hmm. Okay. That's pretty cool. Any reason for a bonfire? I mean, I'm, I'm down for it
0: because it's fire involved and well I love fire. You're
1: pyromaniac. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A little I adore bit there. My
0: fire, so uh, I'm I'm game.
1: Little little touch, but he never hurt animals or went to bed at 16, so it's all good. He's not a serial killer yet. Yeah, I don't have the other day. It was just <laughs> pyromania for me. <laughs> In Mexico, it's three days long. It's called the Day of the Dead. I was just about to say, I know Mexico's a huge one because they do yes. the Day of the Dead more than it's just. It's very you know, much a celebration. That is one of their biggest festivals right. throughout the year
0: is Day of the Dead.
1: And the families have picnics next to the graves of their loved ones. Yes. They make cookies and treats and just have their selves a big old picnic.
0: And some of them I know, I know even exhume the re- dead relative's body.
1: I have heard of that, yes. Which is creepy as fuck to me. That's a little f- too far for that's, me. That's, that's like one that's step really too far. far. Bring a picture. It's all I'm saying. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay in Japan they send floating lit lanterns down the rivers to welcome the spirits back for the night. Ooh, that would be beautiful. Yes. That would be, be, beautiful. Yes. Uh, that like, would be a beautiful festival. <laughs> I just want I want to go to Japan
0: for Halloween now cuz that tradition yeah, sounds to like watch it'd be it. so
1: picturesque. Just see all these floating candles. Oh, that would be gorgeous. Anyway, in the Philippines, this one's a good one. This is the one I would like. People go house to house and sing souls, of songs about lost souls. Okay. You know, like Christmas Caroling? Yeah, I don't know. You don't? Oh my god, that would be cool. Never
0: in my life have I ever wanted to go Christmas Caroling. And oh. I've been. I don't like singing out loud like that.
1: Oh, see, I do. I. I any I reason to it.
0: sing is a good reason I for I hated me. choir when it was a thing in school, <laughs> like when you had to do your, you know, so many things. Yeah. I hated it. Hate it with a passion. I love music. I'm addicted to music. I I sing through songs, you know, all the time. But, like, when it gets down to, like, having to, you know, go in, you are the altos, you are the... I... I it's not me. I can't do it. I can't sing that well. It's not... It's not me.
1: I'm the kind of person who, when you're shopping in a supermarket, you hear a Lady Two aisles Over jamming to the song on the radio. That's me! Yeah. That's <laughs> me. Okay. In Scotland... They use Halloween as an excuse to don a costume and look for a spouse.
0: Okay. I'm, you know what? I'm actually happy the way you, you ended that because when you started with excuse, my initial thing went to my drunk self and was like, excuse to drink alcohol. Welcome to America, too. <laughs> okay. And then I started thinking you know, with Scotland, maybe it's an excuse to fuck a sheep. Oh, no. You, you don't want to do that. You
1: yeah. want your haggis clean. I got a little <laughs> frightened there, but they just said, Don a costume,
0: find a mate. I'm like, "Uh, little way but, you know, cool. cool
1: Go cool golf nice. and drink some whiskey. <laughs> You're all good! Go Scotland! <laughs> can not take away my freedom! Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay,
0: so my second story today is one of the more interesting reads I've had in a long time. And I am super excited to go on this because I want to hear your thoughts. I want to hear everyone else's out there. I want y'all to write in and tell me your thoughts on this because it's just such a. To me, it was a very grasping read. And maybe it's because I have a lot of. Not a lot, but I have a handful of friends that are all in this career. So I think it might have been another reason why it's so Mm -hmm. interesting because it hits close to home. It's called Period 15. Okay. It's USA Today. They followed 15 teachers on a single day and here is what they saw and learned now they all did this on the same day so it's not like it's throughout a school year they did this this is all the same day in september and it was about 32 journalists all together that followed these 15 people so a couple per teacher and it is basically all shared what they learned what they saw how what their day was like you know wrote it all down and then we kind of compiled it together and seen the thing The crazy thing is one thing was always there in all of these situations, and that was no matter their pay, teachers shared a feeling of disrespect. Mm. They work around the clock, and some of the ones they followed actually had second jobs just to make ends meet. Wow. They are burdened by state rules. You have some parents that are too involved, some that aren't involved at all, mm. so you have to balance that, and yet through it all, they always keep teaching with a smile. One of the one of the first things they learned was they get up so early. Yeah, I could imagine. We knew teachers woke up early because obviously they were going to be there right. first, so we knew,
1: okay, earlier day. Get all the plans ready, start plans. But early amounts to leave at 4.48 a.m., was she serious? Yes.
0: Yes, she was. Uh, and, of course, these people followed her and went, okay, that's that's when we're leaving. Yep. So, and after coaching a dance team, by the way, this specific teacher they're talking about, uh, I think this one was in California. This, or no. No, this teach was in Louisiana. Sorry. They, they did it all throughout the state. Louisiana. It was really cool. So, it wasn't like just this district. It was all. Got it. And she actually coached a dance team after school. So she didn't leave school until like 5.30 at night. And this oh is after gosh. leaving at 4.45 a.m. And her school actually runs four long days a week, closing on Mondays to save money. So she actually arrives home at about 7 p.m. finally oh. on a normal day. And she still has all the papers to grade because you're a teacher. That's right. You still have all of your shit that you still got to keep up. You know, you're trying to grade papers for this. You're trying to get this project set Did up. They?
1: It, just out of curiosity, was it a particular age or was it all age groups? All. Okay. okay.
0: They, they really did a great diversity as that's, far as like, the cool. teachers they followed. Mm-hmm. And like I said, this is I'm, I'm reading a lot of these facts straight from an article. I'm not trying to, to copyright or anything, but go on to USA Today. You can read even more in depth. <laughs> I just love the, the facts that it found out. Uh, in Texas, teacher salaries are below the national average. And Mm. four in ten teachers expect to pick up an extra job to make ends meet.
1: That's horrible. Absolutely horrible. So Texas is really struggling.
0: Uh, Mm. One teacher that they followed there was down in Corpus Christi, Christi, if I can say the name right, and she actually found a teacher who shops for, like, the grocery delivery services that are out now. Uh That's what she does after school and all to help make ends meet. And they also found another teacher in the same area who works in a hospital gift shop. And they found another one that was a grocery cashier. Oh
1: my God! So there's
0: all these, all these different ones because they physically can't afford to live with just their salary as being a teacher. And the cashier one, I'm, we're going to go a little more in depth with her because she actually quit once before teaching. She made thirty thousand dollars a year more by selling insurance, but she came back to share her gifts with the school children. Because she loved it so much. But unfortunately now she's actually debating it again because of the two jobs is just taking such a toll to do, you know, teach all day, go be a cashier at a grocery store. And like we were saying earlier, that means you go home, you still have papers to grade, you know you're still gonna be the first one there and the last and one. And Lord
1: forbid she have a family. Exactly.
0: So uh, it's just insane. Another thing they found out was they have to take on extra roles at school a lot of times. So when someone at school calls in sick, they can't catch up on work the next day like you would in an office. Like, okay, well the papers are just gonna stack up. Tomorrow's gonna be a long day, you're sick, it happens, whatever. Well, the students are still coming in in a school. It's not like you can just oh, you're not be there, hey, we'll do we'll do extra tomorrow, guys. You can't really do that in a school. Right. So the role has to be filled, and it has to be filled then. So they were following this one gentleman, and he arrived to school one morning. To find out the security officer and the principal were both out that
1: day. Oh my.
0: So he left instructions for a sub to take over his Spanish classes and immediately started patrolling the hallways and took over that job. And he actually fills multiple positions, he says, because he, he's also the athletic director at his remote school, and it's uh, in a, one of the California deserts. He has a school. I gotcha. like his school is yes. kind of out in the middle of nowhere, uh-huh. so to speak. There's not many out there. Uh, It says that it's kind of tiny compared to others in this district, and money is tight, and that they laid off 96 teachers in March. So he's like, you know, you just got to take over. You got to keep taking roles, and that's how he looks at it. So that's a teacher that's teaching and doing, you know, and which, if you really think about it, a lot of your coaches at schools are teachers as well.
1: Oh, yeah. My, uh, the PE teacher was a coach for, I think, wrestling. He was also the health teacher. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they did have several roles.
0: Yeah, I know. In the the Dawes schools when I was overseas, the coaches were always other teachers. Mm-hmm. Like I know the last one that I knew or was a part of the last school was their uh, science teacher was a lot of their sport coaches. He happened to know a lot about coaches, We so he coached like three yeah. of the different sports. Uh, and sometimes they're exhausted. Yeah, That's the thing we learn because on top of all of that some of these teachers are actually still having the fight in them to help fight for higher pay and to get more money for their schools and more support from lawmakers. Like this one teacher in Arizona, she's actually led the effort for Arizona. She is the head of leading that effort in Arizona for all these teachers. And she has young children of her own. And she's teaching an English class or a class for English learners without any training on how to do so. So that's not what her like, study is in for teaching, but that's the class that she has right now. So you can only imagine the uh, lack of sleep that that poor, poor oh, lady yeah. that gets out there. And when they were following her through the day, she offered one greeting to the reporter that got to follow her. And went, welcome to chaos. She then bade her children farewell and left for the 30-mile commute in Phoenix traffic to do to start her day. So even she, like, had these reporters following her and she just kind of last, And her only greeting to them was, welcome to chaos, welcome to my life. Sometimes the whole day is spent with only, like, one or two kids as well. Because, like, I told you, they did all these different, you know, right. types of classes and all. Like, this teacher up here in uh, Maryland, she has customized lessons for two brothers that had blindness and limited hearing. So she is a whole different thing. You know, she's actually – she rarely leaves their side. And she's actually worked with these boys since they were babies and actually joins the family on trips sometimes. So she's basically, you know, like, their – Life teacher, essentially, you know, she's helped them since they were babies. You know,
1: you become attached. She has a heart. Yeah, you know what I mean. She has a heart for this. This isn't just a job to her. mm -hmm. And what's
0: bad is they said that Maryland specifically actually has a shortage of these kind of teachers. So when you need that special education, someone to you know really be side by side for you for every year and to get to know you, they're actually having trouble with that, Maryland. and, And I think a lot of it has to do with, like you said, that takes
1: heart yes you, you got to, to exactly because
0: you're not getting this all you have these two boys that you rarely leave the side of and you know that that is not no nine to five kind of thing no. you know there she's joining them on trips and all you right. know she's with them all the time and probably knows them better than their parents do half the time yeah and that's nothing against the parents no. that's just how close you become right working so so side by side so uh another thing is how parents can add to their burdens is another thing that these reporters all kind of documented now. Uh, they followed this one teacher who's actually teaches at Ohio's top public high school. So, again, like I said, they went everywhere from remote to... Right. That those, that's what I loved about they this covered the so gate. much. They really went all across America. and They did all kinds of teachers and classes. Because uh, this lady, her subject is Latin, which is a signature requirement at the institution. Like Ooh. I said, this is the top public high school in Ohio. So, this is a a really elite public high school. And it's hard. I mean, Latin is not an easy class no, for anyone. Not by any Let alone stretch. for, to be a required class, you know, right. in public high school. So uh, a lot of parents have tried to remove Latin from the curriculum. And she says, all I can do is give them a plan that will allow their child to catch up and try to help them understand that the experience will really make their kid a better thinker. But if they are only willing, but only if they are willing to put forth effort and work through the tough parts. And that's all she can say. I mean, they're trying to literally take her job. Yeah. You know, that's what she does. Uh, And then the biggest thing that we learned, and this is the most important one, is they love to teach America's children. And they wouldn't give it up for anything, even the ones that are debating on quitting. You know, she went back and now she's debating quitting again, but like... You know that she would always have that urge, even if she doesn't up quitting. That's why you say you got to have a
1: heart teaching to do, be a teacher. You don't just become a teacher. And, like they said,
0: why else would they follow this one gal? She's from Detroit's public schools and through a pay cut and years without raises, and she's still teaching. So, she actually teaches for even less than she was already teaching, where all these therapy where you fight phrases, and she's still teaching. Why? She loves it. She could, you know, physically just couldn't think of doing anything else.
1: Well, think about and it. Everybody things. has a favorite teacher. Oh yeah. Teachers are such an integral part of your life. It. Oh yes, 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 yes. You know what I mean? It's amazing. Mm-hmm.
0: I could tell you my teachers right now, like yeah. all through the years, good and bad. Sure. I remember my teachers. Mm-hmm. I do. I mean, she did this. Uh, this lady just Felicia Branch is her name. The Detroit teacher. She actually buys all of her own supplies and photocopy materials when she has no books. Mm. And the reason why she gave was the relationships. This is where I feel I can make a difference. That is her quote. So when asked, you know, why do you do this? The pay cuts, the no raises, you're buying stuff, you're you're not only taking a pay cut, you're spending more. The relationships. Because she just, you know, couldn't she imagine. She loves not... to teach. Exactly. Yeah. At the end of the day, she just tidies up the classroom yelling, goes
1: to do it the next day again. She's the kind of teacher, as a parent, you hope your child mm-hmm. And she has. says,
0: the reporter actually wrote this down, because even if she was tidying the room at the end of the day, she said that a few kids weren't done with her. One girl stopped back in because she wanted a peppermint, and then there was a couple other kids that actually stopped back in just for a hug. So, okay. I mean, that shows you that what she's doing matters and I could see where she gets that heart from because that has to make it all worth it when a kid comes back in just to give you a hug and just say, Thank you, Miss Branch. You know, just thank you. I'm gonna
1: you. I'm gonna share a story with you. My favorite teacher ever was Sister Philippa. I love this lady. I am so she sorry me. you had
0: Catholic school.
1: Yeah. Anyway, she was an elderly nun when I was in first grade. So I went back to visit her when I was nineteen years old. The school was shutting down. It was no longer uh, going to be, it was the St. Agatha's I had gone to. It was no longer going to be that school. And she had gone down to half a day's now teaching. And I, I, out of the blue, just went to visit her. Me and your dad were driving around Bridgeville, and I just had to go see her. I stop in to see her, and wouldn't you know it, she has a box, a little tiny box of my favorite chocolates in the top desk for me. That is so How crazy. Did, you know what I mean? That is just I She perfect. meant the world to me. She meant the absolute world to me. She was the best teacher by far. That is just
0: amazing.
1: That's so why I say teachers are such an integral yes. part of, of a life. I,
0: I could tell you so much about some of my teachers, but the one that will always stand out the most to me wasn't even a teacher. It was a bus driver. No. Mr. Matthews, yes, I remember bus him. number seventeen. I mm-hmm. will never forget that man ever. No, nor will never I. Never in a million years. Even when, because when I when I first started school, this is he was my elementary school bus school driver. So it's not even like he was a high school but was My elementary school. And when I was in kindergarten, they were actually building a new school where I lived. So, because it was just getting so crowded right. at the kindergarten place I went. So I actually moved to the new school. I was in the district when they re redid the lines to see who would stay at that. Right, who would, go, school, to who would go to the new school one. would stay at I the I ended other. up having to go to the new one, mm-hmm. and I thought I would lose him. Well, I didn't. He ended up also being mm-hmm. on that line and had to move to the new one, which is cool. But he wasn't my driver anymore. His route got changed. So I got this new lady but i still went over to his bus just to say hi and every day he, if i didn't he would honestly worry about me and go find me so every day when i left school when i had to go to my bus and we were supposed to go straight to our bus and i never did i would always go to bus 17 first he would give me a hard tack candy because it's what he he ate hardtack candies the entire time he drove so he'd always give me a hard tack candy give me a pat on the head or a pat on the back ask me how my day at school was and tell me he'll see me tomorrow
1: and he, he was an every awesome single man he really day.
0: was and i remember i was 13 because it would have been right before i moved to turkey so it was right before i was going into high school i was just ending the middle school time i saw him in our walmart i haven't seen him in probably five six years at that point because i had been to different schools and all that and he saw me across the aisle came over to me, immediately started talking to me, and his wife goes, without, by the way, he never said my name. He just immediately came over, because I saw him, I was like, oh, Mr. Matthews. And he, his wife goes, that must be Travis. <laughs> yeah. Now, how she knew my name without saying this it just blows my mind. And then it comes to realize, she goes, and said, he's always talked so much about you. I've never heard him talk about someone as much as you.
1: He was but a it's just, wonderful man. He
0: will always have an impact on my life. Always, and he wasn't even uh, one of my main teachers. And I had great homeroom teachers as well that will always have impacts on my life, like Miss Shover and Miss Owens. And but the person always will stand out to me most is Mr. Matthews, the bus driver. He did so much for my school, or my schooling, without even having to be a teacher, just by being there. Uh, I do want to end this story out with kind of how they ended their article because I think it means a lot and it really packs a punch and, 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 you know, drives it home. Many Americans were surprised last spring when public school teachers in six states walked off the job, if you remember that. I do. So, and that was kind of their inspiration, uh, USA Today's imp- inspiration for doing this. And they wanted to know, like, how do they know what's going on? Why did this happen? You know, where, where can we fix this? What's wrong? You know, what is the day like? So they wanted to go as wide as they could. And they were like, how do we do this? across the nation though so they opted to go really wide teaching in america seemed to be a profession in crisis not a specific state so to do this and to do it fairly they did a single day in the life of a teacher where more than 30 journalists spent monday september 17th with 15 teachers including one ex-teacher before during and after school by doing this they were there when a texas teacher rushing after school for her second job found out she had a flat tire They were there when another teacher arrived at his remote high school in California and found out he wouldn't be teaching today, if you remember us talking about that. Uh, We saw a young teacher in Louisiana cook a week's meal for other teachers just to pay for her own meal because she couldn't afford it. So what she does is she cooks all the teachers' meals for the week, and they pay her so that way she can afford to eat. We found out – and there was another one that I wanted to bring up and I forgot to bring up about a teacher whose own – child is on the free meal plan because she doesn't make enough to pay for school meals her own child she's a teacher at that school tell me how horrible that is that's unbelievable but it ends it with we found that for the most of these teachers it's not about the money but scratch most of them and you'll find someone who feels misunderstood unheard and above all disrespected yet through it all they keep teaching america's children so, I'm sorry, I know that was a long story. No, that I know was that good. That was, was very, much very more good. That most because it wasn't just telling you the facts. It was really reading off of USA Today's. But I just, that hit home to me. I mean, I have a coworker who's actually graduating this December to be a teacher. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a, a good friend from Missouri who just graduated this last of May as a teacher. I have a couple other uh, friends that are in the education field, so it really hits home because I see their passion, and it's just oh it, yeah, it, it hurts me to see how how badly it has gotten and how disrespected they are, and how how much we do disrespect them. We really do as a culture, and it's it's a shame.
1: I'd like to call out to our listeners if you know about how teaching is in other countries, please let me know because now I'm curious as to how we relate to other countries. As far as teaching goes. I know,
0: at least in the the minor research I've done in the past, Mm -hmm. Denmark, I think, is what it is. If if I remember correctly, it's Denmark, whose school system I think is... Most beautiful people in the world. The best I've ever heard of. They they go to school less than us. Mm -hmm. Their days are shorter than us. Mm -hmm. Their teachers get paid way more than ours. But it's just such, like... It's, it's hard to explain because I can't remember everything now. This is a while ago that I was researching it for something else. But you'd have to look them up again and, and see how their like normal day goes. Yeah. It's just so different. And it's a lot of it isn't – there's, like, no tests. There isn't uh, – like, a lot of it is still free time throughout the day.
1: Mm-hmm. But it's
0: such a relaxed atmosphere that they're learning more because they're not stressed out. They're not having the standardized test. They're not – right. They learn so much more and they start so much earlier on specialized classes on hey, what do you is there something you have a really big interest in? Cool, let's do a special class in it. Let's learn about that trade. See if you really love it. If you can, now you already have a head start. I am just curious
1: now. That's interesting as hell to me. Yes. Just, just and let's take care of our teachers, people.
0: Yes, please. And if you like I said out there, I want to hear y'all's thoughts on that. I really do. And who is your favorite teacher? Tell oh yes, well.
1: everybody tell, got one. You just have exactly. to
0: exactly tell me what your thoughts are. One on the teacher story.
1: that just touched your life like no other teacher. Yes, I want you to. I want to hear your thoughts about that story and
0: the yes. experiment they did, and I also want to hear what your who your favorite teacher was.
1: That's right. Give a shout out to your old favorite teacher. I know, Dad's is the. Uh, I can't think of his name right now. The guy that goes he goes to the he races. Yes, goes to the races. Yes, I can't uh, think of his I name would be like either. He talks about the coolest him thing in the time. world
0: because I actually got to meet him and I heard so many stories growing up about him.
1: Right. I've heard about him a lot myself. Mr I can't remember. Alright, we know what that means. last clip. And for my last clip, it's Jackpot! So, we all know that the jackpot around here is up to, like, what, $1
0: billion? Oh, more than that. The Mega Millions right now is at $1.6 billion. Right. And the Powerball is at, like, $640 million.
1: Okay. So, when I win, and I will. Please remember (laughs) me. I got some ideas for whoever wins. Some things they can buy. The normal Anything folk. they could imagine? Yeah, besides that. The normal folk ain't going to be able to afford this stuff. The first thing you should buy is, and I hope I'm pronouncing this correctly, a Bugatti Hypercar. A Bugatti, yeah. Is that how you pronounce it? Okay. Bugatti Veyron is amazing. They really do cool zero car. to 62 in a snap.
0: Oh yeah, they're
1: Their top they're speed is 236. There's a limited series of only 40... Of these Bugatti hypercars going out, and they're 5.8 million each. Yep. so Bugatti's yeah. are expensive, oh, they're sexy. If you win, they
0: are cool cars.
1: pull one into your garage. What the hell? Ooh,
0: that'd be so cool.
1: Wouldn't it be awesome? Okay, number two. Still got money left over after buying your car? Of course you do. All right. So now you're gonna gonna have to smarten it up a little so you don't look stupid in your new car. So spend it on a four-year degree at Harvard. It's only $270,320. Don't care. I have money out the
0: ass. I am not going back to school. I didn't go to school in the first place because so I'm not smart enough. I'm not don't going back. You want to back. go to Harvard? No. Dude. No part of me. It's like
1: an elite school. You're telling me I have
0: to go work? No. Hell no.
1: Nah. Hell no. Nah. But you can take your new car to school. Yeah, cool. Or I can class. take to the track. Wave. At all the poor folk. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Maybe not. And what are you going to do on your off time in this car and you're not at college? You know, it's like break time. Yeah, because I'm not going to college. No, a lot of break time. Anyway, he ain't winning. I can just tell you that now. Trip to space. That's oh. right. Take a trip to space. It'll be an 11-minute orbital space flight. The date is still to be determined, but you can purchase a ticket for a mere $300,000
0: oh that'd be cool though
1: wouldn't that be awesome where'd you go on vacation space (laughs) (laughs) that'd be cool okay and then you gotta have something good to whoosh all this down with may i recommend whiskey yeah how about a 1926 bottle of valerio adami it's uh only 1.1 million dollars God, for a bottle. Could you just smell it now? Just smell it's that whiskey. It's
0: cheaper. You could spend, you could take almost four of those trips to space for that yes, one bottle of whiskey. for that one bottle of
1: whiskey. That's insane. Dude, That bottle of whiskey better get me shit-faced.
0: I'm, I'm sure it will.
1: <laughs> but I don't think you want to be shit-faced drinking that. No, God, hell no, I wouldn't want to spill a drop. I'd be like, oh, my God, it's coming out the side of my mouth.
0: Oh, you know that's good whiskey, though.
1: (laughs) And then after that whiskey, you're going to need somewhere to sleep it off. So let's spend a night at the Moke Mark Hotel in New York City. It's only $75,000 a night. A night? A night.
0: I'm looking at houses that aren't that much right now. Well, let alone for a goddamn night. I'm talking about for my life.
1: This is going to be an awesome hotel, though. I mean, come Holy on. Can you think shit. of that threat count? They got to have a good threat count. That's all hey, I'm saying. Yeah. And after you're done with all this, you're going to need a nice house to go home to. May I recommend a home in Bel Air for only $188 million?
0: What's bad is you could actually do all that and still have money left over.
1: Wouldn't that be cool? You won that $1.6 You still have money. I think of all those, I kind of want to taste that whiskey.
0: I would love to taste a drop of that Just
1: take, I mean, just even if you just rub it on the gums. I just want a little taste of it. That would be a cool. A little something. Some, just enough to say, why is this, you know, 1.1 one, yeah, one, million. Yeah, I got to know.
0: That is so cool. I mean, we were talking about it at work the other day. Of, you know, what we do. And, the, you know, the one girl. I... Quitting my job. I'm not working again. Oh, I'm going to try. I said, you know what I would do? I said, I would pay off my car. I would buy my wife a new car in cash. Uh, I would buy a house and pay off all of her debt. That's it. They are like, well, you wouldn't do anything else? I'm like, oh, I'm sure i would do other things. I said, I love to travel. She loves to travel. I said, I'm sure we would travel and take sure. vacations. I said, but I bet you I'd show up to work the next day because yep. I, I, I couldn't. I would still have to work. Now, granted, <laughs> I would not be working as hard as I am now. <laughs> I can tell you, I know your working dad I want to work. would However, still be working. Yeah, I'm He's be already working.
1: tried the retirement thing. He couldn't do it. Like I said,
0: I'm going to be working when I want to now. Don't get me <laughs> <Yes>. wrong. <laughs> and I'm going to be taking a hell of a lot of vacation days because I am going to be traveling and seeing the world. But, like, I'm not – I don't – Everything imagines <laughs> – all this extravagant stuff. I really don't. I imagine just being completely debt free. I imagine having my own place with no, you know, no pay and having money in the bank to be able to go on a trip if I
1: wanted. That's I would what spoil I my fur babies as well. Oh, hell yeah. I'm just saying. Like those but, Ugg boots I want to get them no. that my husband says are too expensive to get a dog Ugg boots. Yes. I'm getting him some damn Ugg boots. <laughs> no, that is insane. But he needs them. Oh, no, he not His little no. paws are going to get chilly. That
0: is just sad.
1: Okay. Anyway, that's what's... If I win, I will share the whiskey with you.
0: Oh, thank God. Mm-hmm. I would love to... T- I, you
1: know, I bet oh, I can get my wife to even try that. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah I believe she you she doesn't could. even
0: like whiskey or, mm-hmm. or I bet she would even try that. Okay, so my last clip of the day is just Japan. <clears throat> the weirdest game shows that actually exist out in Japan. Yeah. And I have a handful written down, which, by the way, I could have went. The story that I'm about to tell you, I could have done this three times over with the amount of game shows that I was reading through. Oh, they got the freakiest shit over there for game shows. Oh my goodness! So we have chocolate, not chocolate. I'm sorry, it's called chocolate or not chocolate, (laughs) which is where movie star guests are asked if objects are chocolate or not, and then they have to test them. Oh. Like, so taste like, test? Yeah. Hey. So, like, they had a pair of shoes. Okay, these chocolate or not chocolate because they have, like, these, right. you know, massive bakers that can make it look.
1: Oh, heck yeah.
0: So, like, they had a pair of brown shoes. was chocolate. They had a pair of white shoes. They just ate some leather. A hanger. You know, is it chocolate or not chocolate? It was just a hanger. Uh, they, but that's the entire show. Movie star guests go on. Is it chocolate or not chocolate? Chocolate! They, they guess, and then they taste, and it's either Chocolate or not chocolate. All right. Uh, we have Dero, which is where contestants solve puzzles to escape a room. And if if they don't, like, solve the puzzles in enough time, they die, quote unquote. I mean, it's obviously not a real death. You'll see them in the next scene, unscathed, uh, out in the, like, main entrance lobby area again. Unless they, in the one room, it's all water, so you drown to death. So you'll see them dripping, dripping wet in the lobby, but... Perfectly fine, but yeah. So you have to like do it. Like one of them has beams that are you know coming into you. And you have to solve the puzzle in enough time to escape well, it. See, out. See, I'd like that one. They are actually working. Uh, I think it's sci-fi. Is working on an American version of it called Exit. Oh,
1: I'd like so that. I'd, I'd that watch
0: out. that. Uh, one is Torah, which is after climbing a wall, you start at the game. You have to climb a wall, and they have like these like, computers, like, mount it in special ways so that it's giving you trivia questions the Azure. entire time. okay. So you have to answer these questions as you go up, and then you must complete a list of seven answers or you'll be turned into a human mummy. Now, when I say, or you'll be turned in, it's not, oh, you get that, oh, haha now go on. No, as you're trying to list off these seven things, they have this really weird, like, little mummy machine thing that's literally wrapping you up, and it will be done with you in 60 seconds. You will become a human mummy completely head-to-toe, wrapped. You have 60 seconds. If you can get all seven, they stop it. You win.
1: You got me, but the climbing of the heel thing, uh, exertion and shit. (laughs) (laughs) This one is the bum game. All right. Peek in the interest. Oh, trust me.
0: The contestants kissed exposed bums. Okay. What they do... Not going on is it's basically like a dating game it's like matchmaking
1: sure yeah mm-hmm, you, you have these gals
0: and they'll be like they'll be like a a wall where there's only a hole cut out and that's where they stick their butt through so that way you don't see them all you see is their their butt nice the contestant goes up kisses the butt and then has to match which butt goes with which person Oh, oh, that's the point of
1: the oh. game. Ta-da, you found it, the butt game. Dun, dun, dun. I, yeah, no thanks. the bum game, sorry. I'm not, uh, yeah, I'm not gonna be on the bum game. This is the sleeping game, which is actually an unnamed show. Uh, now there's a show for me right away.
0: I am there. You, sure. Okay, um, maybe. Just, I would finish this. it, okay. <laughs> uh, it's a room full of sleeping models who are awoken by the two male hosts which are called mama and son oh right. yeah wonderful i know <laughs> what happens is mama and son go up and they'll like wake one up and you know like at a time and they get to determine how you you're supposed to awake as cute as possible these are the models are told, like whenever you get woken up you have to you know try to be as cute as possible oh, and right. they get to deem whether you're cute enough or not If they deem that you are not cute and that you are a dreaming monster, I think they call it or whatever, you know, you get a pie to the face. That's, that's it. That's, that's the game. Oh, uh, uh, okay. Uh, one is Spread Your Legs. Hey! Which is where it's two girls. Oh my god, is this
1: involve a cup?
0: No. No, okay, <laughs> one girl spins a wheel, and there's numbers on this wheel. It looks like a price is right, colorful, you know, little, gotcha. little thing. And they land on a number, and the other girl, there's like a machine there that spreads their legs. And how far it spreads them co- corresponds, like, with the number on the nice. that you spin.
1: Oh, there you go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> one
0: of them, this one, greatest name ever Orgasm Wars.
1: All right.
0: Gay men attempt to bring a straight man to come. (laughs) So they literally, they'll give introductions. They will talk smack and talk shit to each other. And the entire thing is the gay guy is trying to get the straight guy off. And the straight guy is trying not to get off to the gay guy. That's.
1: All right. Yeah. Japan's different. You have Um, strip the girl. What? Strip the girl. I, I thought that's what you said. Uh,
0: they're trying, it's like, there's a naked model. Okay. Usually some hot naked girl behind this wall. And there'll be like six or nine like little tiles. And you'll get like beanbags to throw the tiles. If you hit the tile, it knocks off and you can slowly Uh. reveal the naked girl. Uh. Well, while you're doing this, you have ropes tied to you. And you have the other men who are trying to pull you into a hot tub of tar. Oh okay so you're trying to get a peek at the naked girl and they're trying to get you into tar
1: and and they got like contestants lined up for these shows huh
0: <laughs> hey political correctness may not be the best thing out there <laughs> for these shows i'll tell you wow that.
1: okay and these are all
0: real by the way like none of these are made up shows these they're are not just
1: things. theories they're an actual yeah, yeah Like okay you know, i
0: think that one actually had taken off of youtube and all but like these are all real shows mm, and
1: mm-hmm. then the
0: last one is soccer with binoculars I I feel like I don't have to explain that game, uh, because the title pretty much says it all. They're literally playing soccer with binoculars taped to their head, which was actually kind of funny to watch them, you know, try to kick a ball. Yeah, soccer with
1: binoculars. Nice, nice. Nice, and I could have literally
0: went, probably that whole list, three times over with different game shows.
1: You know, I knew there was going to be some crazy shit, because I I have heard about Japan and their crazy ass shows. Oh yeah, you
0: have. All kinds of other ones.
1: Yeah, that M X C is that what it used to MXC, be M X C. Yep. Oh, that was awesome. Challenge.
0: Yeah. Which is actually Toshimi's Castle was like the real, uh, right,
1: right. Was it's there a real version. game show That's called Toshimi's Castle? That was awesome. So I knew yeah, there was going to be some weird it. shit, but um, that went above and beyond. Oh yeah. Okay. Like I said,
0: I found a lot of them out there. I just I tried my best to pick some of the
1: craziest. Uh, I think you I got think it. I did it? I yeah. I think you <laughs> you hit the nail on the head right there. I want to know what game show would you like to watch most out of this list? Myself? I, I want to watch know from everyone. I want to know okay, everyone good. listening, and I want to know what your Mine yours is it. that uh, where they're dead if they don't escape the room.
0: Okay, yeah. I would
1: watch that. That was actually the most normal game, though. I know it's normal, but to me, that sounds interesting in the sale. I don't know.
0: Soccer with binoculars would actually be That's a fun. That's a little
1: different. That's that would be different. fun to
0: watch. Like, you know you would laugh watching that. But Orgasm Wars, man. Yeah.
1: That's, I'm not going to watch that. <laughs> I'm just, I'm I'm going to, um, yeah, I'm not going to watch that one. I'm going to be wishing my hair, I think, or something. Yeah. Oh. Uh, all right. I am all Pucarreros. That, those are some of the great shows. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't go great.
0: Okay, uh, don't get carried away. I had awesomeness. I, I always have fun. I always yes, have fun with yes. yes. Really uh, I think we did, we did some good stories this week. Mm-hmm. You definitely started getting us into the Halloween show with yeah. your stories, uh,
1: uh, getting and too. it is impossible to
0: not talk uh, uh. about the lottery with the way it's at right now. When oh you're yeah, six hundred million—that's it's
1: like everywhere. The news, I swear, ninety percent of the news talks about it. The oh yeah,
0: I believe it. Yeah. Well, I will tell you this: I never play machine lottery. It's not no. because I'm
1: against or anything. I just never do. No, I don't either. It, and it's like you said, do, I'm not against it. I just don't. If I do don't.
0: anything, occasionally I'll buy some scratch-off tickets, but it's never I, okay, machine yes. lottery.
1: Yes, if they're cute ones. I always buy, like, when they come out yeah, for exactly. the holidays. Those and i never spent more ones. than,
0: I think, 3 or $5 on a scratch-off. No. Mm-mm. But, like, occasionally I'll buy scratch-offs. That's it. I've never done machine lottery except for once before when the Powerball was up to it. was something right. like, It was like a billion or something mm-hmm. like that about three years back. And me and uh, a couple of my buddies from work, when I was in Missouri, we went off uh, when we got off work. We went off base and grabbed some lottery tickets because, okay, we'll give it a show. So this is now the second time I've played machine lottery because I'm like, okay, this much,
1: you gotta give it a try. Let's give it a fucking
0: show. Someone's gotta win it. Let's see if it'll be me. You just gotta try. And what's funny is it's not even just me. It's there's at least five to six people at work I can think of off the top of my head that have all bought tickets for the same reason. Because we're all like,
1: let's do it. Let's do it. Why not?
0: Let's give it a show. Let's see what happens.
1: (laughs) Got as much chance as anybody else.
0: Exactly. I ain't going to spend a ton of money. I'll spend $2 and buy a damn ticket and see what happens. I think my husband spends $10. Yeah. I spent $10 today, and it's because we got two of the Powerball tickets and Mm -hmm. three of the Mega Millions just because. Right.
1: No, there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing
0: Let's wrong with trying happens. it. Why Hell yes, not? I agree. Oh, uh, but that was fun. And then I thought that teacher one. Just I don't know. That one really that was, was a good fascinating, one. I like that. It was extremely fascinating that for me to read all that. Brought
1: back some wonderful memories. It did. It did. Yeah. And, it, and unfortunately, it, it showed a bad side to America. Yeah. Something we really need to work shame. on as a as a culture in a country. We do. We do. We got to give more of a shout out, more of hands up, more of a push for our teachers.
0: Hell yes. Because, like you said, everybody remembers. They're such an integral part. Everybody knows they their are. a there good teacher. They are. There's not a person out there that doesn't remember at least one teacher that did something. Exactly. That's like so a good
1: teacher can change a kid. I'm telling they you can. that. There's no doubt. So true. So true. But as always, the links are in the description below. Yep, but yep, I do yep. want to give a shout out.
0: Please, please, please go to Facebook and like our page. Mm-hmm. Let mm-hmm. us know. Mm-hmm. Like, when we're telling you, you know, hey, tell us what your game show you want to see the most is. Or when I'm like, hey, what was your favorite teacher? And What do you think about this, you know, crisis going on? I don't say that just to, you know, kind of keep it going, keep the ball rolling. No, I drop truly us. want to know. Like, yeah. I, when I say that, that means I really want to hear what y'all think. Because I do this, you know, as a two-way thing. We do this to communicate with each other, but then I want to hear what you think as well and see, are we agreeing? Sometimes we agree, but okay. maybe someone else doesn't. Sometimes right. we disagree. I want to see who's side-drawn. Like, I yeah, want exactly. to know your thoughts, too. I really do. So please go over to our Facebook Relative Reaction. Like I said, I do post the descriptions in the link. So if you don't want to search it up and try to find or it, you all you have to do is to click add the to any of
1: these stories. I oh, mean, yes. if you have, like, a show we didn't talk about here from Japan, bring
0: it on up. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of them, man. Heck,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, I mean, we also have Twitter, so you can tweet yep. at us as well. Tweet, tweet. Again, if you don't feel like looking it up, I make it easy. The links are right there. All you got to do is click the quick a link.
1: I'm robin'.
0: Uh, you can email us, even. Relative Reaction 2018 at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. We do so badly want to hear from you. Make yep. sure you share the shit out of us. Word of mouth is amazing and can really, really help us. Mm-hmm. And like you were saying, I know you said it already, but I'm going to say it again and reiterate it in case they didn't hear you. Go, go rate us.
1: Go rate us on iTunes. Oh, yes. Leave that comment. Please, please, please. We love it. It helps us. It helps us rate so it. much on a business it. level. Rate it. Rate it.
0: But, unfortunately... All good things must come to an end, and this week's episode I think has reached its final end. As pet lovers, I and we talked a lot about pets. Farewell. Make sure you do a couple of things for me this week. Actually, pet your dog oh, the yes. head on the way out. Pet do your fur baby, well.
1: or your shell babies, because I got one of those too. Yes, give them
0: a little little ear scratch on their way out. Helps them when you return. They're a little bit calmer. Make sure you help control the pet population. You know, spay and neuter your pets.
1: And And some of your relatives. relatives. Sayonara Pacareros.